Let's mother hacking do this. <laughs> What the heck is up and welcome to Fears to Freedom Radio. I'm your host, actually underscore Alexandra on Instagram, duh. (laughs) And I'm here to share everything I've learned in my own personal growth journey and my journey to freedom to help you see your worth, love yourself, make peace with food in your bod, and essentially help you find your own freedom, you know? Sound good? Okay, let's get into it. Hello, you guys, and welcome to today's episode of Fierce Freedom Radio. So today, I have a special, special thing for you guys. So inside of my monthly membership, Fierce to Freedom, I almost said radio. Nope, this is the radio. (laughs) Fierce to Freedom Vibe Tribe, which is my monthly membership for any girl struggling with an eating disorder or disordered eating in any way, shape, or form. It's to help girls find community and hope and empowerment and education through their struggles with food, help them see their worth, love themselves fully, and really heal their relationship with food and their body and show them that they're not alone in the process. That is what my membership is for. Um, If that seems to interest you, the link will be below. It is free right now. And special thing is I am giving you guys one of the workshops that I hosted inside of the membership. So this audio is directly taken from the workshop. So sorry if there's some things that are confusing because I showed them some pictures and stuff and I had like a presentation. So if you're like, wait, what's going on? It's because it's directly from the workshop that I hosted inside of my membership, which again is free 99 right now, baby, free 99. So if you listen to any of this episode and you're like, wait, I want more content like that, or I want to see this workshop, you will get it by signing up for the membership, which again will be linked below. And there is also a part two to this workshop, and it's not going to be on the podcast. So if you are like, oh my God, I want to create that freest self guide, that freest life guide that you found me talking about in here, you are going to want to sign up for the Vibe Tribe to get more content like this and to get more community. So without further ado, here is part one of your free self workshop that I gave inside of my membership. All right. Hello, you guys, and welcome to the first workshop within the Fierce Freedom Vibe Tribe. This is your free self workshop part one. And you guys are going to get workshops like this and motivational talks and guests and speakers and all of those things every single month. Um, and so the Vibe Tribe, yes, a huge part of it is the community, but the content that's going to be in here is going to be super beneficial for you too. And that is how you're going to get the most out of it. It doesn't require a lot of your time or you to show up on any schedule or homework or well, there is homework, (laughs) but I mean, for you to get the most out of it, doing like absorbing the content and all of that stuff is going to be super, super helpful. So I'm super excited. Can I say super again? (laughs) Um, I'm super excited for this workshop. So it wasn't supposed to be a part one and part two, but because of the current circumstances that we are in with coronavirus and kind of being in quarantine, um, I kind of adjusted the content to make it relate to this time um, and split the workshop into two to give you the most benefit. So if you are here for the workshop, which I'm sure if you're watching this, you are, um, I suggest you grab a pen and paper because you might want to take some freaking notes, okay? So part one of your freest self workshop. Today's agenda is how an eating disorder is its 
own version of quarantine. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, and I want you to know that if you don't relate to the term of, oh, I have an eating disorder, but if you feel like you have a lot of food rules, or if you feel like you think about food a lot, or you obsess over ingredients and health, like this relates to you as well. Um, so I don't want you to feel like, oh, I don't relate because I don't have a quote unquote diagnosed eating disorder. But I think so many girls are struggling with undiagnosed eating disorders. So you are welcome here. You are valid. Your struggle is just as valid as anyone else. You guys will probably hear me say that a lot, a lot, a lot, because when I was at the phase where I was like out of my eating disorder habits, but I was really struggling with food still, like my mindset, I didn't feel like I had an eating disorder. And so I didn't really know where to turn, turn for support or like what group I belonged with. You know, I, I didn't feel like my struggle was valid because I was like, oh, well, I just struggle with my mindset. I still eat and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just want you all to know that you are valid. So <laughs> that was a ramble, but today's agenda, how an eating disorder is its very own version of quarantine. And then we're going to get, whoa, <laughs> I couldn't speak. Then we're going to get into how you can use this time to your advantage rather than allow yourself to slip back because I know that can be tempting. Um, and a few tips to get you through the tough moments. So without further ado, quarantine means to put into isolation, right? Quarantine means to put into isolation. And right now we are all in a worldwide quarantine. All of us are in some type of isolation because of the coronavirus, because of what's going on. We're all quarantined to our homes and trying to limit our social time and the amount we see people or, I mean, not even limit, just like not do it, you know? Eliminate. <laughs> And right now I'm realizing that there's a lot of things I miss, as I'm sure we all do. And I've made this promise to myself, like, I will never take these little things for granted again. Like taking my Nana to get our nails done, even though I could do it 10 times faster if I went by myself because she slows me down. I have to pick her up and, you know, she walks slowly to the car and she always finds some way to embarrass me at the nail salon and all of that. I will never take that for granted again. I miss that. I miss her embarrassing comments at the nail salon. <laughs> coffee dates. Coffee dates are literally my favorite thing in the whole entire world. And there's something I really cherish about coffee talk and just sitting there with someone and having like a deep conversation, like a meaningful conversation over coffee. I feel like those are where my most meaningful conversations always happen. Um, just sitting, you know, when you can just like sit with someone for hours there at a coffee shop, you know, maybe you don't know because I'm just obsessed with coffee dates and I just think they hold a lot of meaning. Um, and I think they hold a lot of meaning to me now too, because during my eating disorder, coffee dates caused like internal war. Like what was I allowed to eat before? And like, oh my God, what if my friends wanted to get something from the bakery section when we we're at the coffee shop? Like it, it caused so much like conflict, like, oh my God, what do I eat before? What am I allowed to eat when I'm there? Like I would be so focused on that type of stuff that it took me away from the actual coffee talk. So I think that's why I really appreciate coffee dates now. Um, but anyways, some other things I miss. Car rides with friends. I really miss car rides with friends. And I know that sounds so silly and simple, but we all know that feeling when you're like driving around with your friends, especially on a sunny day with like the windows down and you're all just like singing at the top of your lungs to like 
throwbacks and like your favorite songs. Those are the moments where like, I really feel like, oh my God, life is so good. Life is so good. Like it's such a simple, but meaningful moment. And I feel like everyone loves those car rides with friends are just, I really miss those moments. Ice cream dates with my nephew. Our favorite thing is this is our tradition. We go (laughs) to a grocery store and we pick out two things of ice cream, like two different kinds. And then we get a spoon, plastic spoons in the grocery store. And we sit in my car and we just eat both of the ice creams and we like taste test back and forth. And we like debate which one is better and all those things. And it's so fun. And also I miss family dinner. I miss going to flatbread, like our, the pizza place that my family loves. I really miss like pizza nights, you know, I really miss those. So it's memories right now. I'm missing memories or, you know, the freedom that I have to make those memories. So these are some memories that I get to make now that I have, I guess you would say food freedom, which I would call it more life freedom. That's a story for another day. But these are the memories that I get to make in my life now that I, well, when we're not in quarantine, that I am finding myself missing so, so, so much. Like travel. I really miss, so this is a picture of my nephew and I in Iceland. I really miss travel. I really, really miss travel and the ability to freely go somewhere um, and just not even care about the food and my workout situation, whatever. Like I have the freedom to do that now which in my eating disorder, I didn't. And I really miss travel. This is my other nephew. And this was like a little ice cream date that we had um, where we both got soft serve ice cream. And he was so excited. I remember the look on his face. He was so excited that we were getting ice cream together that he was like, auntie, I want to get the same um, ice cream as you. And can we take a picture together and all of that stuff? Like I miss ice cream dates so much right now. I will never take any of these things for granted again. These are my two best friends. um, And I went away for a weekend or I visited one of my friends. We visited one of our friends at college and I just lived like a college boy for a weekend and I drank sugary alcohol drinks and I ate whatever the heck college boys eat. And I lived the opposite of what people consider a healthy lifestyle. And I had so much fun and I miss getting to make those memories um, right now. I miss like the nights out with my friends where we just like dance and we take tequila shots and then we follow it up with 2 a.m. pizza. Like I miss those nights with my friends. Um, And then this is a picture of me in San Diego eating pizza on the beach with my best friend. I miss pizza on the beach with my best friend. I miss seeing my friends and doing things like this. And it's not about the food. It's about the memories. Like, I really, really miss these memories. Just like, I really just miss little simple things. But really, it's the freedom to make memories that I miss the most. Um, And what got me thinking about how an eating disorder is like quarantine is because I miss these memories right now that I don't get to make. But in my eating disorder, I didn't get to make these memories because of fear and because I held myself back. So right now we are all in the same boat. We are unable to make these types of memories. We are unable to 
go out with our friends and have ice cream dates and go to restaurants with our families, we're unable to make these types of memories, not by choice, but by force. We are all in this forced quarantine. But an eating disorder or a struggle with food or an obsession with health equals quarantine. It is, it is its own version of quarantine. A struggle with food is one of the most isolating things in the whole entire world because you build up all these rules around food and these fears and they hold you back from living. They hold you back from the memories that you should be making in your life, right? And it often forces you, a struggle with food often forces you to say no to these types of memories, to the ones that I just named of going out to dinner with your family or saying yes to spontaneous drinks with your friends without planning for it. Um, skipping the gym because someone invited you to a coffee shop, whatever it is. A struggle with food often forces you to say no to these types of memories. So that is why I say a struggle with food is like quarantine, self-inflicted quarantine. Because for years when I was struggling, I said no. I said no to going out to eat with my family because of oh my God, they cook in canola oil, so I can't go. I said no to nights out with friends, especially if I hadn't planned for it. Um, if I did say yes, it was like I had planned for it all day and I had worked in like, oh, I'm allowed to have these calories because whatever, like I planned for this. Spontaneous nights, I always said no to like, I said no to so many things. I said no to ice cream dates with my nephew. I said no to road trips with my friends because the food situation was unknown or I'd miss my workouts. I said no for years to anything that messed with my food schedule, my workout schedule, my clean eating, anything where ingredients were unknown or whatever it was. I said no. I said no to memories. It was more than just saying no to food and things like that. I said no to memories and I said no to life. And that is the reality of a struggle with food. It is a self-inflicted quarantine. And meanwhile, the rest of the world is moving on with their lives as normal. So right now we're all in this forced quarantine where no one is moving on with their lives. But when you are in your self-inflicted quarantine, which is your, you know, struggle with food, meanwhile, the rest of the world is moving on with their lives and you are missing out. Right now, you don't have a choice, right? Like I just said, we're all in this forced quarantine. But when this is over, you will have a choice not to miss out. You will have a choice to get to make those memories. And right now, it may seem really tempting to turn to disordered habits and let yourself slip or fall back. It might seem really tempting to eat less because you're moving less or return to being extra rigid with ingredients or whatever it may be. Your disordered thoughts may seem really tempting right now. But what if you use this time to your advantage. What if you use this time to, instead of allow yourself to slip back, actually make moves forward? 
What if you dedicated this time to committing to gaining your freedom back so that when this is over, you no longer feel like you are living inside of your self-imposed quarantine? So that when this is over, you can make those memories that we are all missing making right now. And you're not missing out while the rest of the world is living their lives. So how do you actually do that? How do you make the most out of this time? I'm going to give you some tips and tricks. But I'm going to keep it really simple because when people throw a ton of tips and tricks at you, it gets overwhelming. It's like, where do I start? What do I do? And you make more progress when you keep things simple. So that's what we're going to do. Tip number one. And all of these kind of coincide together. So commit. Commit to finding freedom so that when this is over, your eating disorder is not quarantining you anymore. Commit that during this time, you will commit to work towards finding freedom. Obviously, I'm not going to say, by the end of this, you're going to be totally free, right? But work towards stepping towards freedom rather than stepping backwards. So write down on a sticky note, on a piece of paper, whatever it is, write this down. I will commit to finding freedom. Oh God. I will commit to finding freedom and put it somewhere that you will see it every single day. Even if you have to make it the background of your phone, put it somewhere that you will see it every single day because when we see something every day, we are reminded of, of it every day. So if you have this reminder of I will commit to finding freedom and you see it every day, that is on the forefront of your mind that you want to commit to finding freedom. And then write down three ways that you can commit to finding freedom. Whether it means allowing yourself to eat your mom's meals that she cooks during this time, um, promising to listen to your body and honor your body and not questioning it when it tells you you're hungry, just eating when you're hungry, um, dropping your times around rules, dropping your rules around, dro- dropping your time rules around food. Like, oh, I can't eat lunch until 12.07, like allowing yourself to eat it at 12 <laughs> um, or whatever that may be for you. You know, write down three ways that you can commit whether it's like, I will commit to eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. I will commit to honoring my body. I will commit to whatever it is, write those three things down and then commit, actually commit to doing those things every single day during this quarantine. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but this is how you step towards freedom. Thing two, visualize. Visualize the life that you want. You know, the life that you'll be living after quarantine when we're all free. What life do you want? What do you want your life to look like after this? Visualize freedom. And when you're having a tough moment or a disordered thought comes creeping in, visualize what freedom looks like so that you can take a step in the right direction rather than allowing that thought to push you backwards. So visualization is a huge, huge, huge tool to use, and it is something I used every single day during my eating disorder to help me step forward when I was, like, really struggling or, you know, when my friends invited me out last minute and I was like, nope, can't go. I've already eaten too much today. 
I would say to myself, I would vision, I would envision the life that I wanted. And the life that I wanted was going out with my friends no matter what I had eaten that day. So it would help me, it would push me to be like, hey, come on, like you can do this, go. So visualize freedom. And when you have a disordered thought creeping in, get that vision in your mind. Um, And what might help you make a vision is make a list. Make a list of the memories that you miss and that you want to be able to make when this is over. So what types of things do you want to be able to do when this is over? I want to say yes to spontaneous pizza dates with my friends. I want to actually join in on family ice cream night. I want to, you know, have more coffee dates. I want to whatever it is, make a list of the memories that you miss and that you want to be able to make when this is over. And this is going to help you visualize your freest life. And part two of this workshop is literally a guide um, that is going to be you creating your freest self and your freest life guide. And this is going to really help with visualization. Like I cannot tell you how helpful visualization is as a tool to get you towards the life that you want. I myself have, so you guys are going to be creating your freest life guide, but I myself have my highest self guide and I look at it every morning because I experience self-doubt too. You know, doubt comes in, especially with eating disorders and, you know, disordered thoughts. Um, Doubt creeps in like, I can't do this. Self-doubt creeps in for me too in other aspects of my life. And I have this highest self guide that literally outlines the life that I want, my dreams, my it, it future paces me to make me believe in myself and see that future that I want. And it helps me step towards that every single day. So visualization is absolutely huge. And then this is the three-step method to get yourself to actually step towards freedom. Yes, visualization helps, but this is also a really good three-step method. Pause, and this is what I teach my clients, this is what I preach to my clients. Pause, assess, react. So what does that mean? Pause. Before acting on any disorder thought, disordered thought, pause yourself. Don't just act, pause. Assess. Ask yourself, would this be a step towards freedom or towards my disordered habits? Which way would this be stepping? Like if you have a thought of, oh, I'm going to eat less today because I'm not moving a lot. Or your mom makes dinner and you're like, I'm not eating that because the ingredients aren't clean. Would that be a step towards freedom or would that be a step towards disordered thoughts and disordered habits? Ask yourself this. And then react. Choose which way you would like to step. Do you want to step towards your disorder or do you want to step towards freedom and towards your life? And picturing your freest life can help you to make the step in the right direction. Because I'm not saying that it'll always be easy once you assess, like, which way would this be a step towards? It's not always easy to get yourself to step towards the right way, to step towards freedom, you know, especially when disordered thoughts become so tempting. But visualizing, that's where that can really come in to get you to react in the positive way of stepping towards freedom. Um, The method works because disordered actions become habitual and automatic. They become what I like to call your knee-jerk reactions. Like you just do them without even thought, like thinking about it. They're your normal. Um, 
when you use the three-step method to pause, assess, and then react, it creates conscious awareness. It brings it to the forefront of your mind, like, okay, which way do I want to step, rather than you just automatically stepping towards your disorder if you're used to doing that. Because like I said, they become habitual and automatic. It's like you're on autopilot. So this takes you off of autopilot for a minute. It creates a conscious awareness and it allows you to consciously choose which way you would like to step, putting you in control, not your disorder. Because our habits, we act on them so often without even realizing because habits just become autopilot. So you got to bring it to conscious awareness, pause, assess, and then react. So that is all your homework or your tips for this workshop. And part two of the workshop will be posted on April 8th, and it, it is creating your freest life guide, which, again, is huge. This is what I use with all of my clients is creating their freest life guide, and they have seen so – I'm, like, hiccuping. <laughs> they, they've gotten a lot of benefit from it and said it's really, really helped them, and it is so transformational to have a vision for what you want. Because when you don't have a vision for what you want, it's hard to actually step towards that, you know? When you're just like, oh, yeah, I want to find freedom from my eating disorder or I want to recover. I, I mean, a lot of us when you're in recovery too are like reluctant to step towards freedom because it feels unknown. So if you create this picture of what it actually looks like for you and we're going to create this amazing freest life guide. It's, it makes it a lot easier to be like, that is what I want. That's what I'm going to step towards. So April 8th, we will be creating your freest life guide. And I hope you really did benefit from this workshop. Remember, you're going to get these in the Vibe Tribe every single month, just like this and more. And never forget your coolest frick. And also, if you do any of the homework from this, or not homework, I'm not going to call it homework, but if you do write I'm committing to finding freedom on a sticky note. If you do come up with three ways that you are committing, if you do make a list of the memories you miss the most, please, please, please remember that we are a community and I would love if you commented below on this video and shared what those things were. Or also, if you tag me on Instagram, I just, I want to see you guys if this actually benefits you and if you are getting something from it, I want to see and I want to celebrate you guys and be so proud of you for actually taking steps and taking action because that is huge. And also, even if you don't do any of these tips, comment below. I sound like I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> anything that was real, like stood out to you about this video, anything that you found super helpful from this workshop or anything that, you know, you're going to utilize. Like anything that you found helpful from this workshop, I would love to hear. Any takeaways, like your top takeaways. Share below what your top, this is your homework. This is your homework for, for this um, workshop <laughs> besides the other stuff. Share below what your takeaways are from this workshop and what you benefited the most from of it. And I'm super excited for the next part two of this workshop. And again, I hope you really did get something out of it. Um, this is for you. And I just want to hold your hand as you find freedom. And I, again, cannot, 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 cannot stress enough how proud I am of you for being here. So I will see you April 8th for part two of your freest self workshop.
Okay, you guys, and there you have it. That's the first workshop, and I really hope you liked it. Well, this is a podcast of it. (laughs) But I hope you found those tips useful, and if you did and you want to join the Vibe Tribe, literally, it's free right now, and all you have to, it's like, consider it a free trial. Um, This is something I wanted to do. I've had this membership in my head for over a year, or not over a year, close to a year now, and it was supposed to launch in April with a charge, a fee like Netflix, you know, like you subscribe to Netflix because there's so much beneficial content coming and so many guest speakers and all of that stuff. And, you know, it's going to be like a Netflix subscription. But right now during coronavirus and when we're all in quarantine, I just really know how many girls must be struggling. Like I thought of my old self, old Allie, and I thought, oh my God, like she would have been struggling in her eating disorder so much right now. So I decided to open up the Vibe Tribe for free um, because so many girls just need this safe space in this community right now. Um, And so if you did like any part of the workshop or you resonated with any of it and you just want to see like, is this membership for me? Do I belong inside of it? It can't hurt to just sign up, see for yourself if you like it, what you might get out of it, anything like that. It's free 99. It's a free trial, baby. Um, and eventually it will turn into like, you know, the Netflix, the Netflix subscription. But for right now, I mean, you got nothing to lose. And I just want to hold your hand as you create your own journey to freedom. Um, there's so many amazing empower, empowerful. That's not a word. I don't think empowering girls inside of the vibe tribe already. And it's just so cool to see everyone like come together and really support each other too. It's a really positive space. So if you liked any part of this workshop talk and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give the Vibe Tribe a chance. Everything is linked below. Um, And I can't wait to see you inside. And you'll also get the freest self-guide workshop, which I am insanely excited for. Anyways, if you did like this and if you did any of the homework or tips in it, tag me on your Instagram stories at actually underscore Alexandra so I can see. I just want to celebrate you. I want to like be proud of you because taking a step towards freedom is something that you should celebrate and that you should be proud of and I want to see it. So tag me and if you listen to this episode and you liked it, share it. Share it on your stories and tag me so I can see. Leave it a rating and review. Whatever the heck, I appreciate you listening and cheers to finding your freedom. I'll see you. Just kidding. I won't see you. You'll hear me next time.